Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan, let's talk Sundance. Real quick, broad strokes. We'll just talk about a few movies that we may or may not both have seen. And uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, I saw far more than you, apparently, yeah. at this point. Uh, so uh, I will ask you, which, which movie jumps out at you from Sundance that you would like to comment on? Well, the, the, the film that I enjoyed the most was Love, Lies, Bleeding. Um, which is the Kristen Stewart um, bodybuilding paper. Which I did not get to see. I saw a Kristen Stewart um, movie, but not that one. You saw probably the... Uh, Love uh, Me. Love, Love Me. We've been Stephen that. Ewan. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, there's a part of me that wonders if that was... Because there is, there is something about the Sundance effect. And, and the audience that I saw like bleeding with was phenomenal. That's great um, when you have a good audience. And, and there was just this electric buzz in the room. Um, and it's a shame that I saw it in Salt Lake and, they, you know, unfortunately the, none of the filmmakers showed up. Because oh. if they had, it would have been, it would have been a riot. And if they had told people to rip the doors off, those doors would have been ripped off. Wow. I mean, it was, it was, people were that like amped and into it. Um, and so there's a part of me that thinks, well, how much of that, it's just the experience mm-hmm. and how much was the, was the film. But the film's crazy. The film goes all over the place. Um, and some people are going to like that. Some people are not going to like that. Um, I, but that was, that was the one experience that was just, you know, very Sundance for me. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, it's, it's just hard to explain. And, and you know, it, it, but again, could it be that it's really not as good as that? Yeah. Right. But that experience was so good that. That. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Okay. To be, okay. That's fair. Uh, which one did I have a good audience for? Um, well, obviously the, the Superman, the Christopher Reeve story. Yeah. We had a ridiculous audience. His kids were there. The directors were there. The grandparents were in the back or sitting right next to me and me and Val were there. Uh, the editor was a row ahead of us. Uh, and, and that was great. I mean, it was, that, that was a respectful screening. You didn't hear a lot of kerfuffle during the film. Uh, any noise you heard was appropriate. Yeah. There's not really a lot to kerfuffle on that film. No, but I mean, people, well, people were invested. So it just wasn't a lot of extraneous garbage. Uh, in there. So, but that, like I said, that one, that was just, that was just a phenomenal film. Um, uh, there was one I, uh, I watched, it was 
So uh, your monster with uh, was it Melissa Barrera? Is it Melissa Barrera? Oh, God from Scream. You know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So she had, that, yeah. yeah, she had caught got herself in a, a bit of a pickle and fired from Scream. Uh, and then she brings this movie to Sundance. And I I am one of those people that I I tell people all the time. Uh, because we go to a lot of conventions and you'll see a guest announced and some people will immediately jump on and tell you how horrible you are for booking that guest, Mr. Event. Uh, and I always tell people, it's like, can you separate art from artist? Some, I mean, to be fair, sometimes you can't, if your art is doing certain things, then that's one thing. But, but art and artist, I like to separate art and artist, generally speaking. So uh, a, I did like the two scream films she was in. Uh, so your monster is a, is a, is a, is a wacky rom-com with a dark twist. Uh, and it's really good. The audience was laughing when they were supposed to laugh. They were awing when they were supposed to awe. They were, uh, f- uh you know, nervous laughter at the dark twist part. Uh, it was a good crowd. It went, and it was, and it was a good movie. And then the very next day I saw that she had done something again. And I was just like, ah, just, Sometimes art, sometimes the artist needs to separate art from artist. Uh, <laughs> but, but I, I, yeah, but I like that movie as well. Um, but there was a lot of good stuff. I watched Hitman. I, I don't remember. If, I told you that. I don't remember if you see, if you saw it or not. I, I didn't get to see it now. Uh, it was on the short list. Oh yeah. It but, um, and it wasn't streamable. So I, I stood in line with that with two separate people that told me they saw it when it was at TIFF. And then they came to Sundance and they made it a point to see it again. And I thought, I'm in the right line. Uh, and I got through that movie and, yep, I do not regret seeing that movie at all. That was a fun movie. I'm, I I appreciate Glenn Powell more than I did going in. Uh, because I'll, I had Maverick and I had Devotion. Uh, and I was just like, this is, he needs to do something and he's done something here. So good, good on him for pulling that off. Um, I wound up seeing a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 11 documentaries somehow. I don't know how that happened, uh, but, but I, I, I watched 11 documentaries, which I find insane. Um, some of them were good. Some of them were disappointing. Some of them, I think, were poorly done. Uh, but uh, the one that I had actually, aside from the Christopher Reeve story, the one I had had really been looking forward to seeing was called War Game. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was... Uh, yeah, so it's it's a it was a simulation of a government response to a contested election protest at the yeah. Capitol or in, in Washington, yeah. DC. Yeah. So, and, and it, it, this really happened. This the, is not, no, this it, is, yeah, they, yeah. Re, yes, they, the, this, the, the, after January 6th, 2021, like, I think, I think that they, they, I think they did this in 2023 is when they did it. Um, but they, they, they did this, this exercise, um, a security exercise and they brought together all these government and, you know, ex government, current government, military ex-military people and gave them positions in the government in this little war room. But then they also had the, uh, 
the insurgents, the domestic rebels, the whatever you want to call them. So we had the we had the blue the blue team and the red team and the white team is in the control room monitoring both sides. Now, wherever you fall politically, and I know me and Ryan don't, me and a lot of other people don't, but the concept of this this documentary is great because well, there the, the, sure. well this kind of thing is often the, they'll say they war gamed it, but I don't think they do it. They don't do it to this extent, but they war game scenarios. The military does it for for overseas stuff. The government should do it more often. I I find this the central conceit of this to be a good thing. Sure. In that in, in that you're running a scenario. Um, pretty terrifying, but that, that, yeah. they can be terrifying. But um, there, there, there were some there were some decisions made about how this game was run that I I had issue with, sure. um, because it was it in the end it was a six hour exercise. So they were they were running this exercise against a hard stop, sure. which there are no hard stops in this world, unless a terrorist group says at 6 PM, I'm going to detonate a nuclear weapon in times square. Then you have a hard stop. But in terms of what this scenario was there, there isn't a hard stop. So it, it kind of compressed and, and that in itself influenced a lot of the things that happened. Um, but the other thing I kind of felt about it is that I felt like the control room was trying to steer the government's response in a certain direction. There was, well, I, and, and what I think goes along with that is I think because you had people in roles that weren't their roles and they were talking to people who that actually was their role, but they were pretending to have a different role. Right. That that definitely had an impact on, on the decisions that were being made. Um, and kind of made me wonder, well, if you're going to do, a simulation, shouldn't you include the people that are going to be a part? Actual uh, you know, or, experts in expert positions? Yeah, yeah right. so rather than saying, well, this guy's normally this, but today he's going to play military expert. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why? Um, so, yeah, so I've, procedurally, I had some issues with the film. I, I found, uh, I, I didn't find a lot wrong with the discussions that were taking place in the war room. Uh, on the government side, I those those discussions are ones I absolutely imagine happening, but again, I felt like a lot of it was compressed, and I felt a lot like I felt like a lot of it was being steered from control. the uh, The red team, um, the the one thing I will say about this movie, and I, and I don't say I mean okay, so we watched we watched a lot of fictional movies, and we say why I don't know why this movie exists. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, to the bone or whatever bones and all. Like we yeah. said, this is a really great movie, but we didn't know why it existed. Uh, sure. this movie here, here's in the end, this is my biggest problem with this movie. This film absolutely is a blueprint and a, and a checklist of, of governmental shortcomings. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And, and that might be the most frightening takeaway from this no, I, film. Absolutely. No, absolutely. The, 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 I mean, one of the things that, no, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's the, 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 when you realize that 
you know, when you have a group that is tethered to what morality or ethics or, you know, whatnot going up against a group that is not. Right. It's pretty, it's pretty horrific. It, well, it, and it, and it, and it is, but even then a lot of this wasn't just, you know, we have the option to do this. This is legal. We can do yeah. it. But then a lot of it is they, the one word I never heard them say, but you heard it in everything they said was optics. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And that drives me nuts. It's like, look, if you're gonna, if you want to, if you want to lead, and I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Democratic, Socialist, Libertarian, Independent, I don't care. If you want to be in a leadership position, you take the responsibility that comes with that. And if you have to make a decision that means you don't get reelected, you're not making well, decisions for the right reasons. Because yeah. because now you're worried. If you're more worried about your butt politically yeah. than you are the right thing, then you are part of the problem. You are not part of the solution. Um, there were there were moments where we go inside the insurgents um, in their their room, and it's uh, they were thinking a lot of what I think a lot of us were thinking, and. And that they're like, we're doing all this stuff and they're not doing anything. Right. Like the, there's, they're not like literally they are not doing a single thing. Nope. Cause they're in a room debating what, yep. you know, what did again, it's the optics, but, and that is, you know, I think there's so much truth in that government, because, you know, government entropy is like the worst thing ever. Uh, because yeah, entropy is chaos, but they're like chaotically locked. They're not chaotically free. No, no. And the insurgents are, 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 they're not even chaotic. They're methodical. And that is, that is, I mean, but, and again, any creative writer, any creative person can watch that movie, lose their mind and do things you know, and come up with scenarios that would absolutely accomplish what this film accomplished. Mm-hmm. And that, that again is the most disturbing thing. I was in the military for 20 years. I was in the air force. I worked in a climate controlled building and I never saw combat. I could do a better job than, than those government people did. And I could be just as destructive or more so than the insurgents could. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's you, I, I, I have jokingly said for years, the world is lucky I use my powers for good and not for evil. And this movie really demonstrates that if anybody wants to use their powers for evil, it doesn't take a lot. Oh, it and, and does they, not. They have, and, and again, and this is, I mean, we see this in, in, in uh, movies all the time. You know, if you want to be powerful, particularly in Star Wars, you, you can go ahead and be powerful. Um, you know, you're going to sacrifice pretty much anything that's good about you, right. but you'll be the most powerful person in the room and you can take on 15, you know, standard Jedi, if you're a Sith or whatever, right. I don't know how, you know, how they're going to look at it. And, and that played out so vividly in this that it, it's, it's, you know, they were downplaying a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I just, uh, 
it, you know, I, I think if, if that, that's the takeaway is if, if someone was dedicated and wanted to actually do this sort of thing, they would do it better than they showed them doing it in this yes. for one, but they would also, they, yeah, it just, it's scary. It is. Um, you know, I, I don't know how else to put it. It just, it just was really kind of a, a frightening and again, and, I, and that's again, I'm I'm so independent of your political persuasion. This is a this is a structural failing. Yeah, it it just is. It is a structural failing. Yeah, it it, it it is it is turning a strength into a weakness. It exposes that. So yes, that's. But yeah, so I don't. That was the movie. Like I said that that disappointed me the most because we could have learned so much more, but under well, the dictates of the game. Uh, we couldn't. I, I, I thought it was set up weird too because we got to know one of the insurgents. Yep. Pretty well, and we didn't get to know anyone else. No. Um, and it was kind of like, okay, so why do we? Get, you know, and it's an interesting choice, I guess. But in a documentary, it feels unbalanced. Yeah. Or it feels, you know, there's something about it that, that to me, was like. It's, well, why are we it's, thinking the you know person over here and this person yeah. and this person if you're going to spend so much time on this one guy it's 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 almost an unscripted drama more than yeah. a documentary it's just it's a there's a weird feel to it but yeah um i think maybe maybe you'd make a movie about him if you want to make a movie about him that would be interesting you know that i mean he it's because it's not that he's a a character i don't want to hear anything from it's just the the way that this what this film is supposed to be doing isn't that's it's not you know serving the purpose. Yeah, it's it's not. Let's talk about let's talk about a film that's a little lighter than that. Then hey everyone, welcome back to season nine of the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. If you like what you're seeing and hearing. Please feel free to like us, share us, follow us wherever you're listening to us, actually. Uh, if you're on YouTube, click subscribe. That would be great. Go to the website at vsmoviepodcast.com, and that will give you links to all of our socials. It'll give you write-ups of stuff that's not audio, but you'll get pretty much everything there. So if you like what you're seeing and hearing, make sure you share it with everyone else. Now let's get back to the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, I think you watched Thelma. (gasps) Scandalous. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, That's that's just fun. 
that's just that's yeah. just a good solid fun and oh, heartfelt wait. little film that 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 was that was a joy to watch uh you can't i mean you root for Thelma at every step of the way uh it, it, it there are some silly spots but it all works in the in the Thelma verse um that what that should hit theaters. I don't know if when it's going to. I'm sure someone bought it. Yeah, no, it was already it was it was purchased prior. Oh good. So it hopefully will be in theaters and not streaming. I don't want that to be a streaming release. I want that to be a theatrical release. Uh super bad. Um there was one other uh Hey, that's actually a documentary. So I saw 12 documentaries. I'd like to apologize uh, because I, I didn't have kneecap listed as a, uh, as a documentary, uh, even though it's kind of a drama. Um, there, there's two other movies I want to mention real quick. Ghost Light, which I don't know if you saw. You didn't. I did not, unfortunately. Oh. And I know you liked it a lot. I, I loved it. I cried. It's great. It's fabulous. The, the, the family in the film is a family, which I thought I didn't realize going in. Husband, wife, daughter. Um, they're great. She's phenomenal. The daughter's great. Um, and then, uh, whoa, where was it? Oh, um, in a violent nature, the horror movie was the first movie I watched. I watched that with Val and she doesn't do horror movies. So she spent most of the movie with her eyes covered. Um, that I hope that's in theaters. I hope someone bought it. I hope it gets a theatrical release because I just want to see the wider reaction. I want to see what the split is because the festival split is, is not, there's no ambivalence about that film. It's either not good or it's really good uh, for, for the horror people. So I fell on the, it's, it's really, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, so I want to see a wider response to that one. I really do. I want to, I want to know which, which way it ultimately falls. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff. What come on? What else you see? Well, I mean, for me, it was mostly uh, there wasn't any a lot of stuff that really stood out. Um, there was a lot of good stuff. Um, some things had really interesting ideas that they didn't quite follow through on. Um, but you know, of the fifteen or so that I saw, there really I you know, I don't know that I saw that that one again. Love lies waiting, maybe. Yeah, I, I heard nothing I, but know, good things about it. So you know, it's uh, that that may be the you know that may be the one of this festival that I saw that you know turns out to be really something that I really liked um, and have good reason for. Uh, you know, the Superman documentary I think was good, but it's hard to follow up the Michael J. Fox documentary, which may be one of the craziest best editing. You know, uh, there are things that the Michael J. Fox documentary did that documentaries just don't normally get to do, um, and so it's kind of unfair that this is this that's the movie that I compared this to because um, this has a strange structure and it's it's a very you know well it, you you have to because I mean even the subject matter is similar sure. So it's if you're going to compare two, but if you're going to argue about which one of those two is better, that's a, that's a, oh darn. Yeah. yeah, I mean, oh oh darn. If you're going to pick one over the other, you're, there, there's not a wrong answer. 
uh, on that I question. Think, yeah, for for me, cinematically and whatnot, the the better made film and et cetera, et cetera, is the Michael J. Fox film. Um, again, it's that film is very unique in what they did and the risks that they took, and 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 this film took some risks too in, in the way that it was uh, uh, the way that the story. Um, and we kind of talked about this it's because the, the film constantly loops back to yeah. either when he gets the Superman role or when he gets paralyzed. Yep. It always loops back to that and then kind of goes off on, you know, whatever little tangent or sort of thing. So it's not exactly linear. Um, and that there's something risky and interesting in that, I think, but, um, I don't know. Anyway, that was that was good. Uh, Love me or whatever was interesting, it, but it incredibly was interesting. flawed. Yeah, uh, it just that that movie. Basically, you have two robots who go go and create a virtual world. I guess. Yeah, and, and one of them yeah. is trying trying to steer the two the world two AIs two AIs develop sentience yeah. and and former relationship and yeah you're right the 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 the, uh kristen stewart ai me uh is uh she's trying to create a an existence based okay so yeah so it's two fake intelligences trying to build a a life based on a fake life because everything they're doing she got from from social media records of the human race. It was even, but it was even more specific. And that's where I think this gets a little weird is she picked she, the, a the very specific around one, one couple and one YouTube video. Yes. It's, and, and so it, it raises the question, of, well, wouldn't one of the two watch more? I know. Or, you know, wouldn't I mean? There's fundamentally that that you know it, it was that that bugged me the entire time. It was yeah. Like you have you have the wealth of the internet, and you the just collected history of humanity. Yeah, and is you what she was able one. to access. Yeah, you pick one, and I get you know what I I get the joke, and you could actually make that movie where that's the one she picks. Yeah, um, but it needs to be set up a little better. Um. I do like the the male, well, the character that's given the male identity. Yeah. Uh, the, the sense of well, why why are you telling me that? Doesn't that's not what I would do? Why are you telling me to do that? Right, because that's what that's what dude in the video did. Yeah, and it, it's just, I just don't understand why why do you want me to be that? Um, and that had some interesting stuff. Yeah, you know that sort of you know, um, and it, you know, and it was partially uh, motion capture. Um, so you had, you know, various stages of digital, yeah. uh, cartoon stuff. And then you had, you know, real acting and, um, you know, Kristen Stewart in it is radically different than what you typically would see Kristen Stewart doing. Yeah. She, it's, um, it's uber emotive. Yeah. Well, and, and she's, yeah, I, it just, she's very normal, I guess. I don't, I don't know how very to normal. put it. She's so different. She's so normal. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, yeah. there's no, you know, and I, and I'm sure that's part of why the, the, uh, director said that, you know, without her, this doesn't get made. And so I think that, you know, obviously she was interested in, in aspects of this, yep. 
um, story. Um, I don't know. It was okay. Um, I, you know, but again, when your setup is a little flawed, um, to me that, that is problematic. Um, anyway, there were, yeah, there, Uh, there there were two other horror movies I watched, um, that both of which I kind of found disappointing. Uh, and one of which got apparently got bought for $17 million, which blows my mind. But one was called, I saw the TV glow which I loved the idea and I loved the vibe. And then I, I didn't like the last third. I think the end fell down for me. Uh, and then it's what's inside, which is yeah. a body swap kind of tale. Um, but I, I told you this the other night that, that it's, it's one of those films that, that only gets from beginning to end. If everyone makes the stupidest decision every single time. And everyone makes the stupidest decision every single time. And it's the only way we get from point A to point B. And I can't believe that movie got bought for $17 million when apparently Christopher Reeve only got 10. <laughs> uh, somebody well, overspent, somebody I, overspent I, well, on It's yeah. What's Inside. I, I think I think the argument there would be is documentary films don't tend to do no. as well as. I know. But again, so. $10 million is pretty impressive. But 17 seems a bit much. Um. So, and, and, and Sundance has a history of usually the film that sells for the most is not the one that it, it's remembered for. Yeah, um, I don't know what this one's going to be remembered for. Uh, I I really don't. Uh, I watched the that Sebastian Stan movie, A Different Man. Yeah, that uh, is another A24. And, yeah, another A24. It's not uh, Bo is Afraid Bad, uh, which is pleasant. Um, but it got some issues as it rolls through toward the end. Uh, conceptually, it, it, it almost starts like it wants to be a Cronenbergian body, body horror. Uh-huh. And then it becomes something else. Uh, and, and it finishes up. It's, it's interesting. It's got some neat characters in it, but for some reason it didn't all click for me uh, in terms of going, yeah, that's a great movie. So uh, that was actually the last one I saw in person. And then I came home and I watched like another dozen or so uh, in the online portion, uh, including a butt ton of documentaries, which is just nuts for me. You know how much I see um, the porcelain movie. I did, did not see the porcelain war. Yeah. Porcelain war that, that I've heard it's a good movie. But I'm not even sure what it's yes, about. What, yes. Well, it's it's essentially Ukra- the war in Ukraine. Um, you know, much later than you know. Well, last year we saw what, what, Thirty Days in Mariupol. I 20, yeah, Twenty Days in Mariupol. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that that was a film that was very you know you had they were what you know had journalists who were. In, in areas that were constantly being attacked and mm-hmm. you know it was it was very like an action film and this was more like the uh the character drama oh because they're looking at the lives of of people who are trying to something remotely normal um you know a life that where they can do the things that they used to do before right. the war um but inevitably the war siren or, you know, the, the bomb sirens right. or the, 
uh, or the, the the main one of the main characters is actually part of a military force. So it's like uh, he's just the regular guy, but yeah, you know, neat. So it was it's kind of the opposite side of that. Yeah, where I'll, it's yeah, I, I just that was compelling. I'll I'll watch for like it. That It'll come out at some point on some uh, yeah. service. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, it was yeah that, that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, there was like a, a, a Saltburn esque drama. I call it a drama, uh, Veni Vidi Vici, uh, which again, kind of fell apart at the end for me, sadly. Uh, interesting characters and it just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it was missing, but maybe I, I, I want to say, I think it needed to be longer to finish. Uh, so that's, I don't often say movies need to be longer, but they oh, do. But that happens in that happens in indie films sometimes because they just they they don't quite have the financing yeah to get it to where it needs to be. They don't get to go back and do reshoots. Right. They don't get to you know. Um, I, you know the one film that I thought might be good that wasn't at all Uh-oh. was the Sas- Sasquatch Sunrise. I skipped it to see something else. So I'm glad I did. It's, um, you know, I mean, it's people around Sasquatch in the forest and they do things. So that was uh, Eisenberg, right? Jesse Eisenberg was in that. He was also in, ironically enough, uh, a film called A Real Pain. uh, That was at Sundance with Kieran Culkin. Um. I'm just going to say that I think I'm just tired of Jesse Eisenberg at, at this point. Cause Kieran Culkin was great in that movie. And I just, I'm tired of neurotic Jesse Eisenberg. That seems to be every character. I feel like I'm just watching Jesse Eisenberg. So sadly, um, that kind of bummed me out, but, uh, yeah, but like I said, overall, I, there was, there were, there were more movies I liked than I didn't. Um, there were only a couple that fell apart, completely fell apart. There were some that ended clunkily, but there were only a couple that I, w- I got to the end. I was just, yeah, no, you didn't even stick that. <laughs> you, not, you didn't even get close to landing that. So uh, that was a that was a pleasant surprise. I, di- I didn't really, and I didn't hate any movie that I came out of, which is nice. Normally in past years, there's always been at least one where I'm just like, ah, it was a terrible movie. Uh, the closest we got was the Steven Soderbergh film this time, Presence, um, which is a it, it's a it's a proof of concept movie, which means it's not really a movie; it's a proof of concept. So that's why that movie's not that great. So, but again, it, it, I can't say it's terrible because it's it proves the concept, but it the, this particular implementation doesn't work. So. Sadly, uh, I don't I'm, I'm sure in another week they'll announce dates for 2025, uh, at which time I'll start deciding if I want to try to go and cover that again. So we'll, uh, we'll see that goes. I know there were a few, few of our fellow critics up there, but not a ton. I think I only saw like three or four. No, no, they've, um, it, 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 there, there were, there's a couple of people who it's always been a priority, but there's a lot of people who it, it hasn't been. Right. Um, yeah. It, 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 it's hard to cover. Uh, and the problem, the problem is, is some of us, 
you know, part of our day job is maybe a little part of it is the movies and things, but we have the other part of our job that we have to do as well. Yeah. And that kind of gets, gets in the way. And that, you know, that's my, my problem. Uh, is, is I get pulled off and. Oh yeah, like, I I had to take I had to take four days off my day job to cover that. So yeah. to get yeah. up there and see him. So yeah, it's if 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 it's not, yeah, if it's, you, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. What like you know, in my case where your outlet that you're doing things for is also the outlet that says they need you to do something else. Right. It's strange. Uh, anyway, anyway, weird that's, priorities. That's, that's life. So yeah, life. that is life. Um, that's Sundance 2024. Like I said, overall good. I, the weather cooperated, mm-hmm. which I was fantabulous. Which would have uh, been great if I had been going out. I know, but you know, it, it was actually, I saw a little bit of snow. I did actually fall completely slip on ice. I slipped, went horizontal and almost ate the pavement. Had I not got my hands in the way. And my phone went about eight feet in the air and just landed flat on its back and luckily didn't break anything. Um, after that, I learned to walk slower around a certain corner. So, uh, but yeah, but other than that, no, it wasn't, wasn't rain. Wasn't a ton of rain. Wasn't, wasn't, there was like some snow showers. Uh, it was a fairly pleasant weekend. Um, it even almost got warm a couple days when we were walking around, which was kind of neat. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty nice. Uh, so it was a pretty nice, pretty nice opening weekend. The rest of the festival did fairly well. Let's, uh, I'll be interested to see how the, all these rumblings of Sundance moving in the future uh, uh, play out. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't think it can happen while Robert Redford's alive. Uh, but uh, anything is possible in this world. Well, they can do additional things as well but yeah anyway they could so we'll see how that goes uh so yeah that's it for sundance 2024 uh, a lot of movies haven't even touched on most of them uh that that either one of us has seen but that's a that's a smattering of what we saw and what we thought uh so thanks for listening thanks for watching uh don't forget to like us follow us on social media you know how all that works like us share us with your friends all that good crap you know how it is uh and until we talk again i am mark that is ryan bye ryan Uh, and we will talk to you all later Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.